now we will begin our accompanying teaching, be connected to our good God. In the Torah portion for today, we see the beginnings of God's willingness to help mankind and save us from our sin and pain in life. God reveals Himself to Moshe and sends him on a journey to Egypt to help the Israelites, deliver them from oppression, keep His promise to bring them back to Canaan, and bring His people close to Him through His commandments. Stay deeply connected to God. Don't let anything come between that connection. Have you ever held your breath and when you are done, you often take a deep breath? Perhaps that is how deeply we are to stay connected to God. We sometimes use the saying, that was a breath of fresh air to mean something was refreshing or enjoyable. Sha'ul uses the word for God breathed in the Greek in 2 Timothy 3:16, which is translated inspiration. He means that the scriptures came from God. Man wrote down what God gave them. 2 Timothy 3:16-17 NKJV says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Perhaps we could say that God's words give life just as God breathed into man the breath of life in Genesis. There was no New Testament portion at the time, so Shaul is talking about the Old Testament portion in 2 Timothy 3 16-17. We also know from the context that Shaul meant the Old Testament portion. Timothy's mother was a Jew. Acts 16 1 NKJV says, And behold, a certain disciple was there, named Timothy, the son of a certain Jewish woman who believed. Shaul says just before verses 16 and 17 in 2 Timothy 3 14 15 NKJV, But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures. Timothy learned the Old Testament Scriptures from his mother. Shaul believed it was important to keep the Old Testament scriptures. The next verses in context say in 2 Timothy 4 1-3 NKJV, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at His appearing in His kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort, with all long-suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. What are they to preach? He was just talking about the Old Testament Scriptures. What are you going to be judged by? It is talking about God's commandments in the Old Testament portion. Why are we talking about this? Some have us have heard this before, but we need to be reminded to keep God's commandments and not get tricked out of keeping them. Yeshua tells us to keep God's commandments. He is God. It's an issue in our day because so many have lost touch with the meaning of the Scriptures. Once you understand, you can then begin being close to God by doing what He says. You reject Him when you don't do what God says. Yeshua said we are His friend if we keep God's commandments, see John 15:14. It says in Matthew 19:17 NKJV, but if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. So, why are people saying not to keep God's commandments? Stay away from ungodly resources. There are many good resources that help you to do what is right. Some try to use the Talmud to determine what is right, but the Talmud is only a commentary. Man-made books can help us at times, 
but we need to be discreet. There are literally thousands of books about the Bible, but not all of them are good. Commentaries that tell us not to keep God's commandments or that add man-made commandments will mess us up spirituality. Some treat the Talmud as though it is God's Word, and it is not. Some books are just made-up doctrine. The Bible actually says not to make up extra misapplied commandments. Deuteronomy 4 2 NKJV, You shall not add to the word which I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. Ritual is part of life, and some is not burdensome or bad, but ritual unless it is commanded by God is not a commandment of God. You would think that after reading what the Bible says, no one would dare contradict what we have been talking about, but that is what some people do anyway. We just read that we will have to stand in judgment before God for what we do. The audacity of some people amazes me. They do not seem to fear God. Yaakov said in James 3 1 NKJV, My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. These so-called teachers ramble on about what they don't understand and lead people to the lake of fire. So, what's going to happen to them? That scripture in James encourages me to teach the truth. Did you know that Yeshua will judge us at the Bema? See 2 Corinthians 5:10. Bema is the Greek word that is used for the word seat where it says we will stand in front of the judgment seat of the Messiah Yeshua. Bema is the Greek word used for where the Torah is read. I'm not kidding. Ask any Jewish person. Since Shaul was Jewish, what do you think he meant when he said we will be judged at the Bema? A number of times Shaul affirmed he was Jewish. What gospel message do you think he was teaching if he said that that the Old Testament portion was to be diligently kept? Again, he said according to 2 Timothy 3:16-17 NKJV that the Old Testament portion is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Some of you need some serious help if you cannot figure this out. The problem we have today is that we are so far removed in time and from the true Church of Yeshua that people have replaced the meaning of the Scriptures, taken them out of their Jewish context, and created false doctrine. Shaul also said in 2 Corinthians 4 3-4 NKJV, if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age is blinded, who do not believe. What are we supposed to do? Believe in the Messiah Yeshua and keep His commandments. Yeshua said in John 14:15 NKJV, If you love me, keep my commandments. Yeshua also said in Matthew 5:17 NKJV, Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy. Shaul said in Romans 3:31 NKJV, Do we then make void the law through faith? Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law. Are you lost? I hope not. Yo Ka Nan said in 1 John 3 4 NKJV, Sin is lawlessness. The Greek word the ancient rabbis used for the Torah was nomia. The word lawlessness in 1 John is the word anomia which is not to keep the Torah. Sin is to not keep the Torah. Yo Ka Nan goes on to say that, He who sins is of the devil. 1 John 3 8 NKJV. There are a lot of good people out there that have been lied to. 
No one would have listened to Yeshua or Shaul if they were saying not to keep God's commandments. Don't mess with God, He wants what is best for us and His ways are the best way because He is God, and we are not. There are things in life that we may consider as leading us right, the thrills and frills of some spirituality don't lead us to God. Stay at peace and seek His ways. It's simpler to be close to God than we think. Observe Shabbat, so, start doing it. Lying to others is not treating them right. It is not being loving so, stop lying. Leviticus 19:18 NKJV says, You shall not take vengeance, nor bear any grudge against the children of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself, I am the Lord. Kepha talked about having good virtues in our life. He gets that from Leviticus 19:18. Learn to be courteous and kind, it is scriptural. 2 Peter 1 5-7 NKJV says, Giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. Shaul said in Philippians 4 8 NKJV, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Synagogues at that time were called schools of virtue. That's why we see the early leaders teaching us about loving others and having good virtues. The Gentiles especially needed to understand this. Shaul called his synagogue the school of Tyrannus, probably having something to do with God's power because he taught about the power of the Holy Spirit. Tyrannus could be taken to mean amazing power and that fits better than that of the name of a person. Shaul still taught virtues as we can see. Shaul was teaching us to do what is right, see Deuteronomy 6 17-18. When we unwrap God's light, it enhances our life. We should understand that doing what is right helps us to live a better life. After all, keeping God's commandments are, profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. 2 Timothy 3 16-17 NKJV. This is a simple message, isn't it? 2 Corinthians 11 3 NKJV says, But I fear, lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. The devil deceived Eve. How did he do that? The devil reasoned with her to not keep God's commandment didn't he? That's what's happening in our time. Yeshua said in Matthew 5:17 NKJV, Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. Then the devil comes along and says just the opposite. People are listening to wrong advice and teachings and being reasoned out of their relationship with God and eternal life. The word righteousness actually means to do what is right, but some teach that isn't necessary. It is a contradiction of terms. Noah did what was right by being righteous and because he did what was right, he saved the world. The Messiah came to help us live right through God's commandments and the help of the Holy Spirit so we could be a righteous people who live right. That's how Yeshua saves us. Shaul said in Galatians 5:19-21, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, 
contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. People are being deceived by false teachers. Kepha said in 1 Peter 5, 8-9 NKJV, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him. Resist these people or you will end up in the lake of fire with them. I like the imagery of this scripture in Isaiah. I want to be on that highway of holiness. Isaiah 35 8 NKJV says, A highway shall be there, and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. God is our Redeemer, He brings us back to Him, God helps us, and His commandments show us the ways of life. Isaiah 48 17-18 NKJV says, Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. Oh, that you had heeded my commandments. Then your peace would have been like a river, and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Doesn't that sound great? I want peace like a river. God's Word and His commandments bless us. Psalms 1 1-3 NKJV says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. God is good and He cares about everyone. He is a merciful God and eagerly desires we return to Him. God guides those who are humble towards Him to be good people. Psalms 25 8-10 NKJV says, Good and upright is the Lord, therefore He teaches sinners in the way. The humble He guides in justice, and the humble He teaches His way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth, to such as keep His covenant and His testimonies. God's ways lead us into truth and understanding. In Jewish thought, light is used for understanding. Don't we all need to be a people of understanding? Proverbs 6:23 NKJV says, For the commandment is a lamp, and the law a light. God's ways show us best how to live and can give us wonderful joy. Psalm 16:11 NKJV says, You will show me the path of life, in your presence is fullness of joy, at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalms 23 2-3 NKJV says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures, He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul, He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. There is blessing in doing things God's way. There is a steep fall-off for those who replace God with worldly ways. Proverbs 19:23 NKJV says, The fear of the Lord leads to life and he who has it will abide in satisfaction, he will not be visited with evil. In Proverbs 22 4-5 NKJV it says, By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the perverse, he who guards his soul will be far from them. It tells us to listen to God and to fear God. There is nothing wrong with fearing God. He is God and we are not, so we should have a deep respect for God. 
People that don't trust in God and break God's commandments are most often rewarded with trouble and problems. Why wouldn't we want to trust in the Creator of the universe? Start living in faith and trust in God. Israel had lived in Egypt with all its ungodly influence and somehow, they got things together enough to trust in God. I have heard Bible teachers say Israel didn't trust in God. About 2 million people left their homes in Egypt trusting in God, that is some amazing trust. God came through for them. Why don't we get with it like Israel did and trust in God and do things His way?